Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Paul. It's such a joy for me to be here with all of you, and um, it's a dream come true for me to be with Pastor Paul. It has been my long dream to be with God's dear servant, and uh, you know, Pastor Paul is the one of the finest God's servants that I ever met. You know, his heart is always so soft for the Lord. And uh, I would say that you are blessed with one of the best men of God, men of God in the whole world. And I thank God for this great man of God. And also, uh, another thing that has really connected us so well was Kevel Kishin, one of our, one of the first believer of our church, you know, who is full of the joy of the Lord and full of the presence of the Lord, full of God's anointing in his life. Um, he is, uh, you know, he is, uh, he is kind of handicapped, but he loves the Lord so much. And there is something that has uh, really brought us together to feel one uh, in the Lord. And of course, I would also like to say that this place, I, I felt God's amazing presence of God. You know, the Lord is here in this place. And uh, the Lord has great things that He wants to do through all of you uh, to this city. And I believe that God is going to use this church to transform, to change the city for His glory. And I'm so glad for Dr. Ken. He's, uh, you know, I, I'm always amazed at how the Lord has connected us together. It was in 2003 that God brought God's servant Dr. Ken to India. And uh, they came for a missionary missionary trip. But uh, the last day of that, uh, of that uh, missionary trip, the Lord has, you know, connected us together ever since. Uh, we are like, uh, you know, of course, uh, I talk to Dr. Ken more than to my own brother. That's the kind of relationship, uh, even through phone, in, you know, uh, that's the relationship that I have with Dr. Ken. We started with uh, three children, and by the grace of God, we have 3,200 children now that we are taking care of in the city of uh, Delhi. And... Uh, uh, well, I also want to thank Gathering for uh, uh, U.S. support for the mission work that is in, uh, in Delhi. Of course, I come from a country of 1.2 billion people, and 83% of the people are Hindus. Christianity is uh, very minimal, especially in the northern part of India. We only have uh, less than 1% Christians. And in that city, it is our goal to start 200 churches by 2020. Is it possible? Yes, with God all things are possible. Hallelujah. So uh, when we had this vision and your church, this church, Gathering, is the first church that began to support, adopt a missionary there and support a church. And I thank you, Pastor Paul, for supporting Abhishek. Abhishek was here in this picture sometime back. You, uh, of course, you know, his church is growing. He is ministering to one of the poorest congregations or the, you know, uh, sects of the society in that area. Uh, that particular slum ha is worse hit by poverty. 
um, I think it was uh, the stati- according to the statistics about 20% of the children do not see their fifth birthday and before that they die and that's the kind of locality that uh, Pastor Abhishek is ministering and you are supporting him and I thank you so much for doing that I have some of my dearest friends are the part of this church you know I see brother um, Richard and uh, very close to my heart brother uh, Larry Melano uh, well, yesterday was an exciting day for us because I was uh, in the uh, in the football game of University of North Carolina uh, meeting with Virginia, and it was so exciting to me uh, for me to see a kickoff return with a touchdown. That was cool. <laughs> you know, that is amazing. Anyway, uh, it was such a joy for uh, me to be here and to be with all of you. And so great to have mom also with us and always love and respect this dear great lady. Uh, you know, God's anointing is upon her life and I thank God. Well, today is a great day. Amen. God's presence. Am I able to communicate with you? Are, are you following me what I'm trying to say? All right, that's a great thing. Because Dr. Ken said this is my third language. I'm learning English. I did not have the privilege of uh, studying in English medium school. Uh, so I'm trying to learn learning English and I hope uh, that I'm able to communicate with you well. Well, this morning I would like to speak to you on God as the provider. God as the provider. Uh, and of course, we all have different needs and we need, maybe we need, uh, you know, uh, peace. We may need uh, healing. We may need uh, in different things that we need in our lives. And, and God is the one who is able to provide for us. There are different Hebrew names for God, like Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, you know, all these different names that we see in the Bible for God. And all these names are not that something that God can do, but it is the character or the attribute of God. When God is healing, God is you know, shepherd, God is the provider. So that is his character. And once we get to know this God, we get to experience the wonderful miracles of God in our lives. You know, uh, I, I have seen hundreds of miracles in my own life that God is doing. Still our lives, are, me and my wife are on the uh, death threat by the fanatics of that area because the only complaint they have is that you know we are converting we are transforming lives we are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ people don't like it there and uh, it's it's a great thing that you have the freedom of uh, preaching the gospel uh, of course we do have but there are fanatics you know that are against us but God one thing I know that you know, God is a great God who is able to provide protection for us. Whatever we need in our lives. Today you might have some needs in your life. And I know that all of us have some or the other needs in our lives. And we need God to come and meet with us and take care of the needs that we have in our lives. And I want to guarantee you one thing. That God is real and God is able. Hallelujah. God is able to take care of every need that you have brought to his presence uh, this morning. You know, have you gone through tests in, our li- in your life? Have you gone through tests in your life? 
See, it is possible that you get a new revelation of God when you are tested. This morning I would like to speak to you from Genesis chapter 22. It's a very familiar message, I mean, uh, passage that we, uh, that we all know, that how God tested Abraham. You know, my son, he just turned seven years yesterday. Uh, he's uh, a seven-year-old. You know, he loves to go to school, but one thing he doesn't like is test. You know, he doesn't like test. Though he does very well in his test, you know, he doesn't like it. Many a times, uh, we are also, you know, saying, God, Lord, you know, I don't need a test from you. Uh, I just want everything so comfortable with me so that my life is so smooth and well. But I tell you, dear children of God, God wants to reveal more of his character in your life, more of his power in your life, more of his, uh, uh, you know, uh, goodness in your life. So many a times, you know, every parent, as a father, I would like my child to go through test. You know, I want my child to be promoted. I want my child to, you know, grow and uh, uh, reach higher places. And I want him to go through tests. And in the same way, our Heavenly Father, many a times, you know, He wants to take us through situations that He can reveal His power in your life and in my life. Hallelujah. You know, and uh, He wants to take us to that level but He wants us to be or where He wants us to be. Uh, and, uh, you know, we should never pray, Lord, there should not be a test in my life. It was very difficult for me one night, I mean one evening as we went over to the doctor because my wife had high palpitation. So we went over to the doctor and the doctor said that she has a hole in her heart. And in fact, uh, because of her uh, education, she has a PhD in economics. And the government of uh, India has invited, you know, asked her to go and teach in a college. In fact, we had a call for full-time ministry. And uh, financially, there was lots of challenges that we had initially in our lives. And we were wondering, like, you know, uh, this offer was a great offer. And we wanted, you know, we wanted that she would start, you know, she would work and earn some money. And we could use part of the money, 50% of the money for the kingdom of God. But all of a sudden, she developed a high palpitation. We have taken her to the hospital. And the doctor said that she had to go through a heart surgery. I did not have the finances to uh, do that, uh, you know, there we don't have much of uh, uh, health care uh, that as we have it here. And everything is by cash. Everything has to be done by cash. So anyway, uh, we were in a hospital and uh, I was supposed to take her to the next uh, hospital where the surgery had to be done. And there was one night that we had. We joined our hearts together, hands together, and we began to pray, Lord, you know, please forgive us for taking up this job to become a lecturer. You know, we will fully obey you. We will fully, uh, uh, we will become, you know, we will, uh, we will have, we will be in the full-time ministry. We will not get for, we will go for a job. We will not go for a job. So anyway, next day I took her to the hospital and she was in the mini theater where the doctors were checking her to see that, you know, just to make sure that, you know, so all the preparations for the surgery was going on. And with that, they had, she had to go through some other tests also. And there were seven tests, and all the five tests said that there is a hole in her heart. That was the previous day. And this day, I, she was in the medi uh, mini theater, uh, you know, surgery for the, preparing for the surgery. And I was outside, I was praying, Lord, 
please one more time touch her and heal her and uh, you know it is almost impossible that to happen our son was just one and a half years old at that time so after some time you know the doctor came of course the announcement was made that uh, Joyce's uh, you know attendant so I went over to meet with his doctor and he and he asked me who are you I said I am her husband and he just stretched forth his hand and said congratulations your wife's heart is perfect there is no problem with her hallelujah our God is a miracle working God you know it is very difficult sometimes to go through the test but we could experience one more time that God is Jehovah Rapha through that great healing that we experienced uh, in our lives uh, and we say that Lord there should not be any test and that's what the Bible says when we uh, turn to Genesis chapter 22 in uh, Genesis chapter 22 uh, verse uh, 17 okay all right so uh, verse 17 it says about god said to abraham that i will bless you i will multiply you and you will possess the land these are the three blessings that god has given to abraham and you know when god did that when god said to abraham this blessing was you know a uh, all these blessings were given earlier in chapter 12 we see that God said to Abraham that I will bless you in chapter 14 God said to Abraham that I will multiply you you know in 17 God said to Abraham that you will be the possessor these promises were given to Abraham earlier but you know there was a test that he had to go through in order to receive the blessing we all have great blessings from the lord great promises from the lord but one thing we always say i always said lord uh, you know not one more time i don't want to go through that particular test but the bible says that you know abraham did you know what did the bible says it says verse 13 chapter 22 verse 13 it says because you have done this and not withheld your son because you have done this now i will do this for you hallelujah you know because you have done this i will do this for you god's promises are always you know always it will happen god's promises are always uh, yeah and amen but god expects us to receive that through the test which many a times we say no lord to that you know we, we don't we, we don't say yes to that but dear children of god you know our god is a god of blessing god said to abraham that since we have done this i will do this for you hallelujah you know promise was given in chapter 12 14 and 17 promises were given but in 22 god said that i am going to do it for you now why because you have obeyed me the test that he had passed uh, you know how can we receive god's blessings in our lives what abraham had to do in order to receive god's in romans chapter 4 verses 22 i mean verses 2 and 3 says that uh, by faith abraham received the blessing of god and that's what the bible is saying in ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 and 9 also says that by faith we receive god's blessing but when it comes to James chapter 2 verse 21 and 22, you know, Apostle James says that is it not by works 
Abraham, you know, pleased God. By works, it was, you know, what kind of work? Of course, by faith, but he was, you know, ready to take an action for the Lord. In order to receive the blessings of God, he was ready to take that action for God. What was the thing that he did? He was ready to, you know, ready to sacrifice, uh, sacrifice his own son. You know, he was ready, he was, he had taken the action in order to do, not just by faith. Many a times we say that, okay, everything will just by grace, everything will just come by faith. You know, I don't have to do anything for it. I am not saying that our works are important, but, you know, our, God has done everything for our salvation. You know, that is true. God has done, you know, we cannot earn our salvation. We can do any, cannot do anything to earn our salvation. It is purely by the grace of God. But, you know, God takes us to this doorstep of God's blessing. But I and you, dear children of God, we have to walk in into the door of God's blessing. That is what we God expects from our lives. How can we do that? You know, it can be only be done by the obeying the word of God. Hallelujah. By obedience, obedience to the word of God, that is what God expects from our life. You know, by my working faith in response to God's undeserved grace. My working faith. You know, many a times we just want, Lord, you do everything, I don't want to do anything. But dear children of God, when we take that step in faith, uh, God will honor us. God will bless our lives. Uh, you know, it was very difficult uh, for us to face a certain day in our life when my son, who was just six months old, crying for milk. You know, that those days it would uh, cost us about maybe 10 cents or something like that, or 15 cents to buy half kilo milk uh, there. And uh, we were living a life of faith. It was kind of every day, even now, by the grace of God, God is... You know, taking, um, even I have experienced so many miracles after coming here. Certain things we are praying for, God has answered the prayer after I come, came here. So, uh, what happened that particular day was uh, that we ran through all the money that we had. I am teaching in a theological college, but the you know, salary was not that high. So, anyway, the money ran over. And usually I used to go and buy milk at 4 o'clock in the evening. And I said to my wife, uh, you know, let me go and buy. And uh, she said, today we'll just pray. I said, what happened? She said, there's no money. All right, the devil came and murmured in our ears that there was certain, you know, some money that was we set apart for the ministry uh, work or the ministry money was there. And the enemy came and, you know, the devil came and murmured in our ears, you know, why don't you take that money, use it, and when you get it, you can return that money. But we made a decision that we will, we will be trust in God. You know, we knew that it is a it was a test. It was very difficult to see your six-month-old child crying for milk and not able to provide for it. Anyway, we uh, boiled water and gave to our child, and she, you know, she, I mean, he drank it. He was so satisfied, and he, you know, he went into sleep after two. Within two hours of time, God sent a God servant to us. You know, this is what he said: that God spoke to me. To come and give you this. And he also was had lots of problems in life you know, financially. But he gave us 500 rupees. That is, you know, 100 times we are able to buy the milk for our child. Hallelujah. Our God is a faithful God. 
you know, test. Test. You know, it was important for us to make because God understands and reads our hearts, understands every step that we take, and uh, you know, and it of course after that we never had that kind of uh, that kind of problems uh, in our lives financially. The Lord began to bless us. So what I'm trying to say here, dear children of God, that when we go through difficulties in life or when we go through tests in life, you may be going through right now, maybe in your job situation, your family situation, or in your children's uh, uh, health, their future. You may be concerned about a certain area of your life, but I want to challenge you this morning that our God is a trustworthy God. Hallelujah. If you take a step of faith, uh, believing in God, not compromising, but saying, Lord, whatever happens in my life, uh, I will trust in you. I will obey you. Lord, whatever happens in my life, uh, it doesn't matter what the price I may have to pay, but I know one thing, that you will never be delayed. Hallelujah. You are always on time, God, uh, and I know that I will receive a miracle. Amen. Today is the day of miracle, dear children of God. The second thing that God said to Abraham, God said, Abraham, I will bless you. As I said, you know, the promise was given in chapter 12, but the actual blessing came in chapter 22 because when he was ready to take the step of faith for his glory. And then God said that I will multiply you. You know, again, this promise was already given uh, in chapter 14. God said to Abraham that I will multiply because it is the nature of God. Look at the animals, look at the birds, look at the trees. Our God is a God of multiplication. But God has given us a key to multiply. Many a times we want, you know, a multiplication from God. Our finances to be multiplied. You know, our, uh, uh, our resources to be multiplied. Our joy and peace to be multiplied. All these we, we are looking from God. But God says, yes, I will give it to you. But there is a key to receive that. And that key is obedience. Hallelujah. Obedience and faith. Uh, you know, when the Bible says that Abraham rose or he got up early in the morning to obey God. As a father, I would think, my little child, you know, I, I, let, me, let me spend some more hours with him. It's the day to sacrifice his own son. And he was supposed to take him to the Moria uh, in a mountain to, uh, to sacrifice him. And, you know, he could have done it in the evening. He had to do it. You know, you know, the only thing was he had to do it, but the Bible says that Abraham, he arose or he rose up, he got up early in the morning. What? Early in the morning. You know, his heart was all just like any other father. His heart was also, you know, full of compassion, love for his son. But in order to obey God, hallelujah. This is what he said, uh, to obey God. Many a times we are ready to obey God, but we say, Lord, one more day. Tomorrow I will obey you. You know, this habit that you have, Lord, I will take it out. You know, just give me one more day. You know, just en let me enjoy uh, my this day, tomorrow I will do it. But Abraham was always ready to obey God. You know, he was eager to obey God. He was keen to obey God. Dear children of God, I also have done this mistake in my life. Uh, you know, when God says, uh, you know, if I take the step of faith uh, right at that moment, God will honor it. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says, God, Abraham did it 
So then God said that I will do it for you. Since you did it for me, I will do it for you. He began to see God's miracles in his life. In Matthew chapter 14 we see about how God multiplied the loaves and the fishes. What was the secret? You know, they brought the five loaves and two fishes into the hands of Jesus Christ. Uh, every blessing comes with a responsibility. Every benefit comes with a responsibility that we need to do for the glory of God. You know, the Bible says that Jesus, Jesus blessed the loaves and the fishes, then it multiplied. You know, bring it into the presence of God. Let your problems, let your resources, uh, you know, whatever you have, when you want it to be, uh, want it to be multiplied by God, your blessings to be multiplied by God, bring it into the feet of Jesus Christ. Uh, he will do it. Matthew chapter 6 verse 26 said, says uh, that, you know, the birds, it talks about the birds and how God takes care of things and, you know, how we don't have to worry about everything, anything. Uh, you know, the Bible says uh, that is that not God, the Father, who takes care of the birds of the sky, how much more I and you are precious in the presence or in the sight of God. Dear children of God, if God can provide for those birds he can provide for me he can provide for you hallelujah we always dream big for God because we always experience that God is a God of blessing and God of God of multiplication when we began with three people in our church me and my wife and this handicapped boy from a uh, from a Hindu background it was very difficult for us because the community was me and Joyce, we would go to every house. You know, especially in the uh, uh, Christmas season, we would take a, a, a drum, you know, a playing drum, and I would hang it on, my, on here, and my wife would take a tambourine, and both of us would go from house to house and pray for people and share gospel. This is how we began our church. And this boy began to come, and then, uh, uh, you know, then we were wondering, look, how is that going to multiply? I always said, when I had 10 people, I said, I preach as if like I'm preaching to 200 people. And sometimes the people would say that, Pastor, you are too loud. You know, I said, I am preaching to 200 people today. Hallelujah. You know, like today also, you know, sometimes I just get excited. And because I know that God can multiply, and there was no space in that room, because our room was good enough for... 30 people. You know who, were, who was the one who would send the people to the church? There is a temple beside the church. You know, the temple, you know, people come with problems uh, and demon possession. There was one day I was worshipping, we were all worshipping the 30 people, worshipping the Lord and we could not even sit because that room was that small. Uh, we could not even sit. So we decided to stand for the whole service and worship and listen to the message. Everything would be standing. That was we did it. So anyway, uh, a lady came crawling like a snake. And she touched at my feet. And then only I, you know, recognized. Because we would, most of the time we close our eyes and worship the Lord. And the Lord does so many miracles. And all. Anyway, so she came and touched my feet. And as soon as I walked my, you know, I just uh, saw her. Um, I asked her to stand up. She said, no, I cannot stand up because I am a snake. Because it was a demon of a snake that was in her. So I prayed over. The demon left her, you know, one after the other. Then she manifested some other demon, you know, seven demons left her. So I asked her, who sent you to this place? 
She said, uh, with my problem, I came to the temple and the temple priest told me that miracle does not happen here. Miracle happened in the church. Go to the church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Our God is a miracle working God. You know, there is nothing impossible with him. People come with uh, any need that they have in their lives. Now God moves. Hallelujah. The power of God moves. Because I was just talking to Dr. Ken yesterday that, you know, if God doesn't reveal himself in our nation, nobody is going to follow him. They are looking for, because there are miracles happen anywhere, but people are looking for the miracle, the greatest miracle, the permanent miracle, because demons can also do miracles, but they are not permanent. They'll come and go. But when Jesus does a miracle, it remains forever. Hallelujah. It remains forever because he is a miracle-working God. Praise the Lord. You know, one day we went into a, a house. We know uh, Pastor Paul uh, was also there in, uh, to the Raipika slum, we're uh, talking about the redemption home. This girl was about to be sold out for, uh, to the human traffickers because the mother was not able to take care of the child. And uh, my wife wanted to know that to whom, you know, who are those people that the mother wanted to sell uh, or give away the child. So at last, to make the long story short, uh, the human traffickers you know, left her and the mother said to her, said to Joycey that, you know, now I don't know where my child is going to be. I cannot take care of your child. I don't know what am I going to do with my child. And we took that child. That is what the red building that you saw, that we are taking, you know, 20 children to be in the redemption home. And we never knew how God was going to take care of it. It was a big project of maybe 200,000 U.S. dollars was the, uh, the total project of that, uh, that building, that we, the land we bought and for the building. We did not know. But we knew one thing, that if God says something for us to start, He will take care of it. Hallelujah. Because He is the provider. He will take care of it. To make the long story short, a Hindu man, you know, a Hindu man, a Sikh Sardar man, you know, we raised some money and he asked us how much more you need for it. You know, and I, it was not me, somebody else, you know, they, they were talking on behalf of us. So they said that, okay, this is the amount that we need for it. He said, take this, you know, taken care. Hallelujah. This is what Jesus did, 80,000 US dollars. He just wrote a check uh, and gave it uh, for these children because he knew one thing. Uh, we know one thing. The miracle did not come through him. Of course, he was an instrument in the hand of God. But who did that miracle? It is Jesus who did that miracle. Hallelujah. There is nothing impossible with him. Today, every day, we are feeding 200 and, you know, yeah, 2,500 children because of the milk project that Dr. Ken Aaron's and ministry started and every day we are providing and many of these kids would have been dead by now because of there is no provision that comes from anywhere but you know Jesus case it was impossible when we began it was just for 300 some children and we thought Lord how are we going to do it but when Jesus takes care of a project 
he will accomplish it hallelujah you know and i i can share with you so many miracles uh, because our god is a god of multiplication there is nothing impossible with him and then god said to abraham that in verse 17 that he said that you know you will possess the land i mean he is the god of blessing he is the god of multiplication and then the third promise that god gave to abraham that you shall possess the land in um, uh, genesis chapter 14 verse 18 we see that melchizedek who is the type of jesus christ you know who honored abraham you know he honored god by giving tithe why because you know because he knew one thing that all the resources come from god that is why he honored uh, uh, god in, and god said to abraham that you will possess the gates in genesis chapter 22 verse 17 says that you shall possess the gates of your enemies in 14 you know god said that you will possess the land and now here god said that you will possess the gate of your enemies what does it mean by to possess the gate of your enemies you know in a fortified city gates are the most vulnerable places when it is open it is open to the attacks of the enemy it is the place of the most vulnerable uh, places you know when it is opened so here we see that god said to abraham that you shall take over or you shall possess the gates of your enemies in a many a times this is where the devil tries to attack us he looks into the most vulnerable places of your life in order to build a stronghold in you know, a but there is a good news i want to give to you god said that you know you will take over the gate of your enemy hallelujah the most vulnerable place that enemy wants to just think about it how much time the enemy has taken to build that stronghold in your spiritual life in your uh, uh, you know the, the 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 habit that you had the temptation that you have uh, in your life that is the most vulnerable place again and again the enemy attacks you in the same place you know in order to make a stronghold so that you know your life uh, is not pleasing to god this is what the enemy says enemy does but dear children of god to abraham god said uh, that i will uh, you know and you shall possess the gates of your enemy the the stronghold that the enemy has you know built in your life god will destroy that god will give you the strength to destroy that stronghold of the enemy and build again for the glory of god hallelujah because it is the promise of god that you shall possess the gates of your enemies now let, let me ask you a question who was the strongest man in the bible samson why was he strong because the spirit of the lord was with him you know as long as the spirit of the lord was with him he was strong in in judges chapter 16 verses 2 and 3 says okay in genesis chapter uh, judges chapter 16 verses 2 uh, and 3 we see that uh, you know the the uh, that maybe I'll, i'll just read that yeah it's here it says when the gazites were told samson has come here 
they surrounded the place and lay in wait for him all night at the gate of the city and they were quiet all night saying in the morning when it is daylight he will you know we will kill him and samson lay low till midnight then he arose in the midnight at midnight took hold of the doors of the gate of the city and two gate posts pulled them up in a bar and all put them on his shoulders and carried them to the top of the hill that faces hebron what is happening here you know samson was a spiritual man until he was obedient to god god's power was upon him and one midnight you know that day his enemies planned against him they were lying down to kill him they were you know hiding to kill him but when the spirit of the lord was in him he the spirit of the lord you know wanted or uh, 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 and warned him to go to this place and do this you know great thing so he goes over there to the city and they are all waiting there to kill him they said in the morning you know, we will kill him but the bible says in the midnight itself he went over to that place you know when enemy makes a plan against you if the holy spirit is in you it will warn you hallelujah it will give you the you know give you the warning so that you know what are the plans of the enemy so he goes to this gate and he pulls it up you know maybe i don't know how many hundreds of pounds uh, uh, of this gate would weigh would have weighed uh, you know he pulls it up and he pulls the next gate also just imagine this probably they were all waiting there in the bushes to kill him and he knew it he knew it he had this in his hand uh, he would have told them are you ready for the fight you know they would have said no 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 we are just you know uh, play some uh, hide and seek here uh, so because the spirit of the lord was with him so he pulled this gate and he went off where did he go the bible says he went over to the hill that is facing hebron what is hebron hebron is the mount of the lord hallelujah you know and he took these gates uh, and put these gates to facing hebron saying that my strength does not come from myself uh, but my strength comes from the mountain of the lord hallelujah dear children of god uh, you know the when enemy comes against us our god stands for us you know when he stands for us uh, there is no power that can overtake us uh, our god is the god of blessings our god is the god of multiplication our god is the god who will help us to possess the land as i said we when we began the ministry it was very small, we were in a very small place in a slum quarter maybe uh, like you know 25 square yard that was all that we had and uh, you know we did not know how are we going to expand and i am sure that god in this what the holy spirit uh, is speaking to the church the god is going to enlarge this church hallelujah you know you are going to go to a new place very soon amen, amen. are you happy about it and god is going to do it very soon for the glory of god you know and we had this problem of uh, lack of space and then uh, what happened was like there is a, uh, there are there is another house just beside uh, all those who have been there you know it so as we come in now where we are living now that is the place it was owned by uh, uh, owned by a different uh, you know a hindu uh, family 
and I would every day I would just lay my hand without them seeing it. I would lay my hand on this house and I would pray, Lord, please give this house to us. We need more space. And, uh, you know, it is almost impossible to have because it's very expensive and also the people would not like it. So one day I was praying and the Lord said to me, you go and tell those people that, uh, you know, whenever you sell it, you give it to us. And I did not have the strength to do it because they would get very upset with me. Uh, uh, you know, uh, so anyway, I just took my courage and I went to them one day and I said, Auntie, uh, whenever you sell this house, please give it to me. She became very upset with me. She said, why are you saying that? You, you don't want us to live here? I said, no, 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 please don't feel that way. We want you to be here, but whenever you sell it, please give it to us. Well, within two months, I mean, within, yeah, within three months' time, within two and three months' time, she calls me. She said, you know, there is some problem that took place and we want to sell this house. And, uh, and she was giving a very high price of 10 lakh rupees, 10, a, a million rupees, okay, there. And I said, I don't have the, in I, into my mind, I said, I don't have the money. Well, uh, there was one guy who wanted to buy it. He came with the down payment of 1 lakh rupees, 100,000 rupees, he came with that. And she called me, Koshi, I'm going to take the down payment. Do you need it? Uh, you know, I said, uh, okay, let me make a deal. Let us make a deal that you ask this man to come at 4 o'clock. If I am able to buy it, I will pay that down payment before 4 o'clock. Otherwise, you can give it to this man. So this man left. I said, okay, thank God the man is not there. So I just went to her, went back to her. I said, I cannot give this money, you know, this kind of money. So I said, it's a church and I tried to bargain it down. So she came to about uh, 800,000. And I said, now where the money is going to come? I was praying, Lord, do some miracle. So one of my friend calls me. He said, how are you doing? I said, I'm doing fine. Uh, you know, do you have any need in your life now? Right now, he said. I said, yeah, uh, there is, I need, you know, this is the thing that we need. All right, you come, I'll give you some money. So he gave me the money in order to pay the down payment for that. And she said, only three months left for me to complete that. I did not know where the rest of the money was going to come. To make the long story short, God took care of it. Hallelujah. We are living there now and the Lord has expanded the church, uh, you know, that where we are able to take, uh, you know, uh, uh, have about 200 people or so in that we have some language groups uh, meeting there now, but the other people are, you know, we are have rented another place to have the bigger church. Because our God is a faithful God, there is nothing impossible with him. For Abraham, God was the God of blessing, multiplication, and the Lord has helped them to possess the land. Now we are claiming for the city of Delhi. I know it is difficult, but I know one thing, God is going to do a miracle. Hallelujah. You know, our God is a God of miracles. Uh, Jehovah Rapha, that is his attribute, that is his character. He cannot you know, this is not something he does once in a while. That is who he is. He has to heal. He will heal. Hallelujah. You know, God is my Jehovah Jireh. And he is my provider. I don't know where the money is going to come. But I know that God is going to do it. Hallelujah. I don't know. Maybe he's raising somebody, you know, some Sikh or a Hindu guy somewhere. I don't know where it is going to come. But God is going to do it for me. Dear child of God. Do you have a need in your life today? You know, God is there to answer for you. God is there to answer for you. Maybe, you know, what do you, you need to go do? 
Abraham was a great man of God, but the Bible says he was obedient to the Lord. You know, is there an area in your life that you are not able to trust God fully? You know, is there an area in your life that you think that, oh God, how is it going to happen? What we need to do, we need to take a step of faith for the glory of God. You know, unless Peter jumps into the water, he would never be able to walk on the water. Hallelujah. Unless they remove the roof and lay this man down, uh, he is not going to receive that miracle. Unless, uh, you know, we take a step of faith, uh, God is not able to do that for us. But today is the day that you are going to take a step of faith. I am going to take a step of faith. I am not somebody preaching like, you know, I don't have a need in my life. I probably am the one, one of the person that always, because my dreams are always so big, uh, and I know one thing, oh my God is big, hallelujah. We are allowed to dream big because our God is a big God. Our God is a great God, uh, and uh, you know, God can bring those things pass into your life. Whatever the need that you have, I'd like to pray for you, dear uh, church. Maybe you can just stand your feet. If there is a need that you have in your life, uh, you may please stand your feet. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Dear children of God, God said to Abraham that since you did it, I am going to do this for you. Since you did it, I am going to do this for you. Whatever the need that you have in your life, you know, just think about an area in your life that are you disobedient? Are you not fully obedient? Any area that you compromise, just ask God, Lord, forgive me for that. And then go into the presence of God and seek His face uh, because I know one thing, that my God is a God who can make things possible for me. There is nothing impossible. Maybe it's a relationship in the family that you're struggling with. Maybe it's uh, you know, a financial, a job situation that you do not know about your future. But God is more than able. God of Abraham, God of Isaac and Jacob, impossible situations, he can make it possible for me. And if you have a need in your life, uh, just lift up your hand. I would like to pray for you. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for your children, O oh God. Lord, you are our, my, our Father. And we thank you for the privilege of coming into your presence uh, to ask of you, O oh God. And we know that you are able to open the doors of heaven and to pour out your blessings upon your children. Lord, whatsoever the need may be in their life, uh, in the name of Jesus, if it is a cancer of God, I know Lord, you are able to heal. Hallelujah. What was sickness? Uh, I want to encourage you one more uh, thing, dear children of God. Uh, you know, there are two dead people came alive in our church. Two clinically dead people. And this 27th and 28th, we are going to have another, you know, meeting where we are going to have a person. He has raised 14 dead people, you know, in the name of Jesus. 14 dead people in the name of Jesus. There is nothing in There was a boy who had liver cancer. You know, he was in the ventilator, clinically dead. And went and prayed, the Lord Jesus touched him. You know, Jesus created a cell in his body that began to eat up the cancerous cells. And the doctors were afraid 
what is going to happen to this boy because they were afraid that even these cells might even eat up the good cells but as soon as those cells ate up all the cancerous cells you know it disappeared from the body hallelujah what was that uh, that, that cell that was the power of god working in that person still in that child's life that child is healthy and doing wonderful there is no symptom no 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 return no coming back of the cancer hallelujah when jesus does a miracle that is what he is going to do whatsoever your problem may be you know the biggest enemy of our life is death i i know all of you are alive today amen hallelujah all of you are alive today i mean that is the worst thing that can happen to a person and jesus does a miracle there also your problem may be difficult for you it's a very hard thing for you but in the name of jesus lord i pray for each and every one of your children lord touch them oh father whatever their need that they are going through in their life in the mighty name of jesus maybe it's a family need a physical need or oh god uh, a need of health uh, or healing or uh, whatever it is uh, in the name of jesus i pray that oh lord you provide for them. they need a touch and heal them whoever are sick in their bodies right now in Jesus name the spirit of sickness may leave their body right now in Jesus name lord i pray for your blessings upon your children of oh father you are a god of you are the god of abraham you are the god of blessing uh, multiplication uh, and us to lord possess uh, the gates of our enemies so oh god hallelujah we come against every uh, stronghold of the enemy against your people right now in Jesus mighty name uh, maybe it's a lot of problems in the family uh, i pray in the name of jesus the enemy has built a stronghold uh, in some of the families i come against you in jesus mighty name uh, and tear it down today onwards uh, lord let there be abundance of peace and joy uh, and your blessing upon the families in jesus mighty name hallelujah maybe it's a job situation the enemy has built up uh, a stronghold against your job uh, i come against it in the name of jesus uh, and i tear it down and i thank you lord for giving us the lord the, the healing uh, lord the giving us uh, the freedom and giving us the joy in abundance whatever we need uh, lord we thank you for providing for us you are jehovah jireh thank you jesus hallelujah so lift up our hands uh, and say thank you jesus for your touch thank you jesus for your touch oh god receive it uh, in jesus mighty name we give you all the glory honor and praise unto you in jesus name amen 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 thank you pastor paul one more time really appreciate this wonderful time